This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is offering bonus content to Fable and Folly Plus supporters, including character creation and how-to-play episodes, plus cast and crew outtakes, all still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Omniverse. The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is for mature audiences only. This episode contains violence, gore, harsh and lewd language, child endangerment and abuse, bullying, alcohol use, violence towards house pets, vomit, rot, and putrescence. Please listen at your own discretion. If you find Ostygian stories simply scintillating, unlock further secrets at patreon.com slash omniversemedia and help us fund future series via our Indiegogo campaign at cthulhumystery.com slash crowdfund. Hear that? In the cruel blackness of night, an unknowable evil from beyond time cries out. What dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham, and which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call, the call of Cthulhu. Cause Tease bring you part two of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, Night at Howling House. Tonight's chilling chapter, Trespassers. Cause Tease are the pinnacle of British refinement and refreshment. A testament to a discipline that exacts perfection. English know from a young age, there's always a right way and a wrong way of doing things. One should never clink the spoon against the side of the cup. Especially when it comes to tea. Tall's teas are made the right way. Gently hand-rolled to release bold flavors and aromas. Lesser tea companies thrash their poor tea leaves. A brutish and cheap practice. When you purchase Tall's teas, each sip is soothing and civilized. I don't care for tea at all. <clears throat> roll, oh, roll, no, roll, 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 roll. No, please stop. Please, ma'am. Let's try this again. Don't you care for tea? Well, uh, I don't, uh, dislike it with lemon. Acceptable. Tor's teas, like good children, never beaten. Neighborhood bully Roger Simmons has coerced four children into a dangerous dare. Spend the night at Howling House, a dilapidated and desolate dwelling on the edge of Arkham. If conflicting rumors are to be believed, this house has played host to disappearances, 
hauntings and brutal murders galore. A terrible storm has rolled in, and now, against better judgment, Woods the Boy Scout, Chelsea the Tagalong, Dirt the Downtrodden, and Joey the Troublemaker all run after Roger to take shelter in this malevolent manner. <laughs> A lot of you stumble up on the leaking, dripping porch. Invigorating, isn't it? It really got all wet. That's not all that's all wet. Dirt! Feels nice to take a bath, huh? It's cold, but very nice, yes. Thank you. I unlock the front door and I push it open. Chelsea, Woods, Joey, and Dirt, as the door swings open, you're shocked to see. It's bright in here. There are candles everywhere, clustered all down the house's central hallway, on tables, on the staircase, and in the corners of the room. They're all yellowed and they look homemade imperfect shapes and different sizes. What in the Sam Hill? Go on, Dirt. I shove him forward. I'm gonna go first because I'm nice and everyone wants me to go first. After you, Dirt. I'm so glad you could be here tonight. I'm so... You're my best friend, Roger. I whap him violently in the back of the head. Get in there, you little squirt. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Roger, we can't stay here. There's clearly someone here. There are candles... Someone is using this as their house. Until dawn, Woods. We're sticking it out. Otherwise, no deal for you. You get me? All right. Fine. 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 You set these candles up? Yeah. Looking Pretty good. crafty, right? Looking yeah, I think good. I did a good job. Thank I like you. it. Thank you, Joey. Nice. He gets it. You should get it. Did hey. you like hoard bacon fat to make them out of? Because that's what that's, that's what it looks like they're made out of. Hey, I made a candle or two in my day. You gotta, you gotta rend the animal fat, you know? It's a dirty job. It ain't for sissies. Not for sissies. All right, all right, all right, all right, fine, fine. I'm gonna cling to Tommy's pant leg as I follow him in. Oh, I'm not going in yet. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Joey to go in. <laughs> you think I'm going in before you, you're out of your mind. Get in there, man. Oh, fine. I put my arm around Chelsea and we walk into the house. And as Joey brings up the rear, I lock the door behind everyone. The first thing that hits you is this stink of urine, moldy carpet, and old wood. There's a give to the floorboards beneath you. Not too much. It seems safe, but everything about this house is just aged and fetid. Aside from the candles, the strangest thing about this room is the wildly overgrown houseplants lining the hallway. Speckled vines, spilling from hanging pots, tangling in the exposed lace beneath the cracked plaster and peeling wallpaper. Mm, This is gross. It smells in here, Tommy. You hungry, Dirt? Uh, yeah. Why don't you eat some leaves? Nobody touch anything. On either side of you are two open entryways, both lit with candles. To the right is what looks like may have been a dining room, with remnants of a chandelier hanging crookedly over a table. To the left is a parlor where guests would have been entertained at one time. It's filled with dusty chairs and couches, all of them in terrible disrepair, spilling their stuffing. 
In front of you is the staircase, ascending into the darkness of an unlit second floor. Beyond that, the hallway ends in a boarded-up window, with a door to the side of the hall, perhaps another behind the stairs. Roger, we are staying in just this room. You said till <laughs> dawn, this is it. We're just staying just this room. I am not taking my little sister throughout this entire house. There could be broken bits of, of, of wood. People could get uh, injured. I am not taking my little sister oh, throughout this to house. to the Boy Scout over here. I'm walking over to the parlor. I lean back on a moldy, disgusting couch. You can hear it springs squeaking as I settle into it. I just kick back. We got all night, Woods. Might as well explore. Have fun, kids. I let go of Tommy's leg and follow Roger into the parlor. Chelsea, what did I just say? It smells like pee over there, Tommy. I like the cut of your sister's jib, Woods. She's tough. You should take more after her. He thinks I'm a baby. <laughs> hey, dirt, no, <laughs> Joey, dirt, spit those out. What? Dirt, 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 come oh, on, stop dirt. it, he could get dirt. sick, dirt, dirt. you're dirt. hungry, dirt. I have trail mix, dirt. <laughs> Chelsea, while your brother's distracted, you take in the parlor. Behind the couch where Roger is sitting, against the far wall, there's an empty fireplace with a carved wooden mantle. Next to it, you notice a battered knapsack crammed in the corner. Ooh, I set Charlie down on one of the chairs and head right over to the knapsack. I start rooting through it, seeing what I can find. It's a bunch of odds and ends. There's a sewing kit, a matchbox with a few pieces of chalk in it, a tobacco pouch with no tobacco in it, rolling papers for cigarettes, a few cans of food. But most notably, there's a wad of bills. Looks like $5, which is a lot. And uh, also a pocket knife. Ooh, I stuffed them into my apron. It has pockets. And there's a small metal container with liquid inside. Maybe it's water or juice. Who knows? What you got there, kid? Oh, I found a knife. Look. Chelsea, what are you doing? Why do you have a knife? Oh, it's a nice knife, Woods. Yeah. A real nice knife. Maybe uh, you don't. Maybe you don't need to be here. Maybe you can just take this knife and give it to your scoutmaster. You know what, Roger? Just can we talk about this in the morning, Chelsea? <laughs> why do you have a knife? It was in the bag. And finders keepers. Why would you touch that? A random knapsack and Howling House. You don't just find a knife and put it in your pocket. What else did you find? Finders keepers woods. What else did you find, Chelsea? I found. This little canteen, I pull the canteen out of my pocket and I give it to him. That's not a canteen, Chelsea. Oh, that looks like daddy's juice. (laughs) Hey, let me see that canteen real quick. I've never had daddy's juice. (laughs) I put the knife back in my pocket. (laughs) Whatever's in it went bad, man. Joey. Roger, you want some of this? Yeah, I do. There you go. I toss it to Roger. Guys, I just want some daddy juice. I've never had it. It looks delicious. You want a swig, Woods? No, I am not having a swig. Dirt. Oh, yes, please. Dirt. Yes, yes, my lord. Dirt. All right. Dirt. 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 Here I am drinking it now. Whoa. Wow, dirt. You drank way more than I want some. Chelsea, no, you are not tasting this. But I want to try it. And I'm opening the canteen. And I knock it out of her hand. Spilled it all. My stomach is burning. You delinquents are not giving liquor to my little sister, you hear me? Oh, tough guy now. Ruining it for the rest of us. You want to mess around in a house where people have been murdered? Fine, let's mess around. I'm going to look in the fireplace. I'm going to notice stuff. 24 to my 60. 
Underneath one of the chairs next to the fireplace is a slightly bent fireplace poker. It's a, a big, hefty piece of iron. And, uh, looks like it could do some damage. I'm gonna pull it out. As you reach down and grab up the fireplace poker, you look up at the fireplace itself and you can see up into the fireplace. The flue is definitely jammed shut. It looks like something's caught in it. Something's caught in the flue, guys. I, 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 I don't, I mean, obviously it's a rusted down thing. Dirt, do you wanna look to see uh, if you can? I don't feel so good, but if, Here, take this poker. If you want me to go up, if that'll make you happy, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, go for I'm it. I'm climbing up the chimney Dirt, now. Dirt, you, you, you give it your all trying to push that flue open while Woods presses against the lever and slowly it begins to give way with this creaking, rusty noise. And then... I look up with my mouth open. <laughs> gaping open, going, ah. In a, in a flash, it, it suddenly snaps and the flue cracks open and a pile of ash comes down covering dirt. Oh, delicious! Along with something else, the desiccated corpse of a raccoon lands right on his face. Oh. <laughs> Everybody make a sanity check. I got a 65 out of my 75. I made it! 75 to my 65, I failed. Woods loses a point of sanity. Oh no, 61 out of 40, I failed. Dirt, you lose two points of sanity as you claw this thing from your face, screaming in terror. <laughs> But it's spoiled. Ah. Oh, get it out of your mouth. Okay. Can I touch oh. it? No. Oh. Chelsea, stay back. Stay back. <laughs> <laughs> My head's spinning from the daddy juice and the coon meat, the rotten coon meat in my mouth. <laughs> I have to get. I have to get out of this. I have to get. There's a. There's a. There's a, a rotting raccoon. I'm going through the the doors to the rear of the house. Tommy, wait. Wait up. Wait up. Where are you going, you ninny? You push through the door in the back of the parlor and find yourself in a family room. There aren't any candles in here, though, and although it's as musty as the rest of the house so far, your nose also pricks up with the faint aroma of tobacco smoke. I switch on my flashlight. Your beam traces over the room. It's lined with shelves, cluttered with knickknacks, especially animal miniatures in porcelain, glass, and metal. There are cats, foxes, birds, deer. Most of them are still up on the shelves. Some of them are knocked over. Some of them look like they've been intentionally smashed on the ground. Higher up on the top shelf and mounted on the wall, you notice taxidermy, a buck's head, some ducks, an otter, seemingly hunting trophies. Chelsea, be careful. But then you see a creature with slate gray glistening fur. It spooks you for a moment before you realize it's frozen in place like the others. It's just maybe a stuffed cat? Who would stuff a cat? Who would stuff a cat? Can you get it for me? No, I am not getting you the cat. Joey, can you reach this thing? What are you yelling about? There's in here? this weird cat thing in this in the top of this. Can you get this oh, down? I have never I, I have an I have an interest in taxidermy. And I have never seen anything Since like this in my life. Since when did you have an interest in taxis? So, Joey, just get the kitty for me, taxider please. Chelsea, hold on one second. It, it, taxidermy is the study of dead things and, and, 
and, and making them beautiful once again by by turning them into glorious statues. Joey, oh, could you, you get this animal down for me? stuffers? Yes. Oh. Could you get? I want to study. I want to study this beautiful cat. Yeah, fine, whatever. Hold my jacket. Joey grabs himself up a wooden chair, pushes it up against the wall, and reaches up to grab down that stuffed cat. And as he does, an ear-shattering howl emits from this thing, and its eyes blink open. Everybody make a sanity check. 76. I failed. 45. I passed. I lost three sanity. And I lost two. The cat screams madly. Joey screams in terror and is soon joined by Woods' terrified screams as well as the cat leaps at Joey's face. I tried kitty. to rip the cat off of his face. Oh, I want the kitty. No, you don't. I want to try to rip it off of Joey's face. This cat leaps onto Joey's face. Joey screams in terror and stumbles back off the chair onto the ground as this thing is standing on his chest, hissing and scratching at him. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to grab it. I'm trying to rip it off. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try to pet the kitty. Ah, what's wrong with your sister, man? I don't know. Try to get the Chelsea. What are you doing? Help me! I am eleven. I like animals. I'm going to pet the kitty. Do I hear the screaming? Oh, everyone hears the screaming. Never mind them, Dirt. Eat some more of these leaves. Okay. Chelsea calmly reaches down and scoops up the cat. The cat goes silent and and kind of crawls its way up to her neck. Joey, are you okay? No! <laughs> Do you need first aid assistance? I, I don't... Uh, just leave me alone for a second, man. Do you have any... Do you have any... Scr- uh, you might have cat scratch fever. Uh, uh, oh, my God! Joey, so Joey, bad. you need to be quiet now, the kitty. Chelsea, the cat nuzzles against your face. And then you hear a whisper. You're, you're going, going to die, to die tonight. tonight. The kitty talks. What? What did you just say? That's when the cat begins howling and flashes out at you with its claws. It catches you across the face, and you take a point of damage as the cat wriggles out of your hand. Ow, that hurts! I could have grabbed this, this, this feral cat. Make a fight roll. A fight roll. 40 of 33. I'm going to spend seven points of luck to grab this thing. Okay. I'm at 55 luck. Woods, you grab this cat, and it is fighting against you, howling and screaming. You've got a hold on it, but it's not good. This thing is bucking like wild. Joey, use your jacket. Grab it. Wrap it up in your jacket. I got a better idea. I'm going to use the switchblade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, move out of the way. I got my switchblade. What are you doing? Put it in the jacket. Just watch your face, man. I asked you to put it in a jacket, not yeah. kill it. Joey drives his switchblade into the cat's side. The cat howls and is bleeding everywhere and is bucking and screaming. And Roger charges in. Hey, what's, what's going on? And I fling the cat towards Roger in surprise and blood just splatters all over his face. I catch the cat. <laughs> Got a roll for that, Roger. Uh, 82 out of 45. Roger goes to catch this cat, but he's kind of slow on the draw with it. He's got his arms out wide. The cat actually flies at him, hits him in the chest, grabs on tightly, in just a flash, pulls itself up and over his shoulder and dives off into the shadows, fleeing at maximum speed into the hallway and somewhere else in the house. 
Did you see that thing take off like that? Roger, what are you doing? Why did you let go of the cat? That thing is fast for being stabbed, man. Wow. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. It's okay. The cat, I'm sure, will be fine. I'm sure it's going to... Chelsea, I'm, I'm sure it's going to... I'm going to be a pal to my sister. I'm going to be a pal. I'm going to be a pal to my sister. Um, I rolled... <laughs> 65 to my 30. Good luck turning off the waterworks, Woods. <laughs> Roger, the leaves made me sick. I threw up. I'm sorry. Did she throw up too? Oh, this has got to stop. I'm going to roll for B Bossy. I got a 60 in that, and I rolled the 30. All right, Chelsea, listen to me, okay? You calm down right now. Quit the crying. Look, look, I had to stab the cat. It was attacking us. That thing's wild. It's not something you can pet. It ran away, so it's going to be fine. Trust me. Calm down. Pipe down. Everything's fine now. I guarantee it. Okay. Chelsea, what did the cat say? What were you saying that the cat could speak? He said we were all going to die. What? Whoa. <laughs> I am not regretting that I stabbed that cat. I am not regretting that you stabbed that cat. Guys, who's stabbing a cat? What's happening? Is this great or what? You guys are such chickens. Oh, chicken. Where? A cat just told my sister that we're all going to die tonight. And you're trying to tell us that we're chicken. Uh, no, no more chickens. We need to get out of this house right now. This this is the big, tough Boy Scout? You, you think that a cat talked to you? <laughs> this house is really getting you, Woods. You, you're going to believe your little sister? <laughs> My dead mother talks That's to me all rich. the time. So I, I think it's normal. Oh, does she tell you what a great lover I am? I mean, she might. She says nice things to me when I can't fight back. And, uh... Hey. Hey, Dirt. Yes? I choke the chicken when I think about her rotting pussy. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Good. All right. Chickens are bad. You are. My <laughs> yeah. sister and I put my hands like over my sister's ears. You ever choke the chicken, Dirt? <laughs> I, I don't do that. Only daddy does. Gross. <laughs> What's a pussy? It just doesn't. A, a beautiful cat, just like the one that you just saw. You mean the one that told us we were going to die? Are you sure that the cat told you that we're going to die? Yes. Your sister can't be trusted. You're right, guys. I mean, she's only eight years old. He sounded happy that we were here. The cat? Yep. And he said we're going to die tonight. Oh, sweet well, release. The cat's going to die tonight. That <laughs> wound was good. You saw what I did to the cat, Roger. Speaking of, I want to follow the blood. Woods, you're able to see the blood trail. It's pretty clear. You're following it with your flashlight, and it leads out of the family room, through the parlor, and into the hallway. I push any stragglers along so we follow behind him. Go on, lead the way, Woods. <laughs> this ought to be good. Come on, Woods. Let's go find the cat. You track it along the hallway, around to the back of the house. There's a door, slightly ajar, behind the stairs that seems to lead into a kitchen. Then the blood goes into the... Into the kitchen. The closed door? Seems to be. 
The blood trail goes under the closed door. Yeah. No, no, no. And I push the door open as though it just slides open, you know, like it's it's just, it's a busted door. What are you talking about? This, a cat can't go into a room and then close the door behind Look, it. it just pushes open. It doesn't have a thumb. That cat is not a regular cat, guys. Do you want me to go in the room for you? Go in the room, Dirt, oh, and I just push Pastor. Dirt into the room. It's my pleasure, oh God. Dirt goes clamoring into this kitchen. It's appointed with candles like the other rooms, though... There are far fewer than the others. Hello? Cat? Kitty cat? Uh, Hi? Looking around for the cat, you see that this kitchen is a wreck. Most of the cupboard doors are hanging open on broken hinges or missing entirely. Drawers are pulled out and smashed. There's stuff scattered everywhere. Pots, pans, cans of food, and cooking utensils everywhere. Dirt, are you okay? Did you see the cat? It's fine. I'm fine. It's just... There's a sudden crack of thunder and lightning. It casts a bright white flash of light through the slats of the boarded up window. The storm must be right on top of you now. Do I see the blood trail? Where does it? the blood go? The trail is getting spottier, but it looks like it leads to one of the cabinets next to the old oven. Uh, I'm going to carefully crouch down and look in. And I'm going to be wiggling the tip of the fire poker the way kitties like it. Mr. Cat? Hello? With the poker, you push aside chewed open boxes of unidentifiable foods that look like they've been nested in by rats. And behind them, you see a hole right in the back of the cabinet. Can I fit? The thing about it is, is in that hole, there's something in there. A pair of eyes. Do you have a light source with you? Uh, I have a firecracker that I can light and slingshot into the hole. Maybe that'll help me see. Okay. Is that what's happening? Here, kitty. What do you see? There's some eyes in a hole, and I I think I should throw something at it. What are you doing? I, I don't know. You strike your match, light the firecracker, and using your slingshot, fling it into the hole. Something catches it. And in the sparkling light of the burning wick, you can see what looks like a rat, but it's not a rat. It's the size of a small dog. And rats don't have human faces? This one does. It smiles at you and holds the firecracker out. It looks proud, like it's done something good. It glances between you and the dwindling wick and the firecracker explodes, blowing the creature to pieces. Roll sanity. I rolled a 41 out of 40. No, I failed. That's what that means. Let's say that's a D4 plus one sanity loss. Four, so five? (laughs) Excellent. Dirt, what the heck was that? I'm going to go in there. Woods, you push the door open and you can smell gunpowder and something putrid. The air is hazy with smoke. You stand there, hand on the door the rest of the gang looking on and you see dirt awkwardly stumble to his feet he's holding what looks like a doll's head and is nuzzling it to the side of his face stroking the hair on its head and making cooing sounds and gently caressing it and whispering to it oh mommy you've come back to me finally i start crying Chelsea, Chelsea, oh, shut man. up. Man, 
What is Dirt doing in Dirt, there? what are you doing? What is that thing? I found my mom. He walks over to the lot of you and, and holds it out. Whatever this thing is, it looks like some kind of head from a creature, some animal. Maybe a monkey, but it's it's got a human face. And it's it's contorted in, in, a, in a death stare. Everyone roll sanity. If you make the sanity roll, you only lose one point. So I'm down to 71. I fail every sanity roll. I failed my okay. sanity roll. Okay, D4. D4? God, Woods just doesn't have it together. I lost three sanity. As the blood oozes out of this dead creature's mouth, it just awakens a primal terror in Woods as he lets out a scream. Oh, God! Get it together, Woods. It's your date. (laughs) (laughs) Roger, what have you done? What is this place? There's there's these crazy cats everywhere. There's this. What is that thing? There's storms outside. I want to go home. Oh, look at the brother and sister crying. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) cute. I like her woods. She's. She's a real cat. That has a face of a human being that doesn't exist in nature. What are you, what do you mean she's a real cat? What are you talking about? I, I put my arm around Dirt and I, I grab his his mom's head, head from him and I and I make it talk like a puppet. What's wrong, Woods? Are you upset? Are you scared? Oh my God. <laughs> Roger, you funny, man. Like, knee, come down into like, onto all fours and just start rocking back and forth as I hold my knees. Like, what have I put myself into? I put my arm around Woods, and I go, Come on, Woods, you can't appreciate a little puppetry. (laughs) Uh, uh, I lash out at Roger with the poker towards his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my mama's head. You're going to get it now. Make a fighting roll. I got a 59. I have 25. Dirt flails out wildly with the fireplace poker, crashing it into pots and pans as he tries to hit you. But he's not able to connect. And, and pretty quickly, he's out of breath, wheezing, and slowly coming to his senses. Oh, oh what happened? Hey, hi, guys. Where where am I? Why am I covered in red? Hey, Dirk, say hi to your mom for me. And they throw the, uh, the head at him. <laughs> Tommy, I want to go home. I want to go home, too. But we can't go home. The storm is too strong. We might get hit by lightning. I think I'd be better in the storm than out in here. Did you hear about Frank McMullen? He got hit by lightning last time that he was outside in the storm. We can't go outside. In We cannot go outside in the storm. Let's just sit on the porch or something. I don't want to be in here anymore. That's a more dangerous place to be. So you're stuck here with us. <laughs> <laughs> and almost oh, on man. cue. Lightning strikes outside through the windows. You can see it through the slats from multiple directions. It's loud and it's close. See, we can't go anywhere. The storm is right over the top of us, Chelsea. I know, I know, and I know, and we have to stay here. We have to stay here right now. Hey, come on, (laughs) don't cry. (laughs) Maybe we'll find another cat. I promise not to stab this one. (laughs) I wander over to the kitchen counter. Anything interesting for me to play with? In fact, there is. Roger, 
In the sink, you find a big, rusty carving knife. <laughs> hey, this is even bigger than your Scoutmaster's woods. Great. Okay, Roger, put that thing away. You're going to cut yourself. You, that thing might have tetanus. What's this about a Scoutmaster's knife? <laughs> <laughs> your goody two-shoes brother, he stole his Scoutmaster's knife. You what? I caught him whipping it out to show Dorothy Pickett. Oh, wow. <laughs> Scout's honor, huh? <laughs> I'm going to... It was a beautiful knife. You're a thief. Is that why you agreed to do this? Yes. Roger has the knife, and I need it back, because I need to give it, give it back to my scoutmaster and make amends. Roger, I can't. give it back so we can go home. Oh, we are never giving back that knife. We can fetch a good price for that thing. Look, kid, a deal's a deal. Scouts understand that, right? A deal's a deal, Woods. Tonight, you're here, and I stab the knife into the kitchen counter. We stay here until dawn. You can't break a deal because then you would be a thief and a liar and a breaker of deals. You can't do that. Scout's honor. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, don't you got a merit badge for solving mysteries or something? Where'd that pussycat go? And almost on cue, you hear the sound of a cat howling. Up above you, upstairs somewhere. Whoa, did you guys hear that? Kitty! Why, Woods, I do believe the game is afoot. <laughs> this is your idea. You're going up there first. But I'm already up, heading towards the stairs. You can hear the floorboards thumping as she bounds down the hallway back towards the front of the house. See? Chelsea gets it. Chelsea gets it, Woods. You're never going to get it. But she gets it. And I go chasing after my sister. <laughs> I pull the knife out of the counter and I walk on behind him. Oh, what do I do? Come on, Joey. Come on, Dirt. I'm just going to follow behind them. You get it moving, Dirt. I'm going behind you. The lot of you make your way back out into the hallway again, just in time to see Chelsea stomping her way up the stairs. Chelsea, what are you doing? I am going to find that kitty, Tommy Northwood, and you are a no-good liar and a thief, so you don't get to tell me what to do. I've heard of rolling out the welcome mat, but, uh, rolling out the welcome cat? <laughs> or, uh, rat, for that matter. What was that thing Dirt found in the kitchen? Hmm. There's no shortage of inhospitable inhabitants in this doomed domicile, not the least of which are these poor youngsters turning on each other. Gosh, I hope they make it out okay and live to see another day. You know, the same can be said for us here at WIS and Omniverse, the creative team behind the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. We're an independent outfit and rely entirely on your generous support to bring these horrors to life. We'd be honored if you'd join us in our cephalopodic cause. Just like Nyarlathotep symposiums or the writings of Sutter Kane, there is much power in sharing our dark gospel with your friends and family, spreading the word far and wide. But, dear listeners, if by any chance you have the coins to spare or a cache of doubloons dredged up from the depths, this humble studio is very much in need of your financial support if we're to keep telling tremendous tales such as these. Right now, we're raising funds for our next series of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program via Indiegogo. 
If you head to CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund, you'll see our grand scheme, including video messages from our cast and crew, and all the eye-catching perks and exclusive experiences we're offering as a thank you to our supporters. Would you like to pursue peril in a TTRPG session with our keeper, Luke Stram? Now you can. How about a genuine sack of your very own wooden red herring coins? Many mysterious and mischievous mementos and memory-making moments await you, again, at CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. Without you, we can't bring the darkness to light. Now, I'm sure you're already sufficiently startled by our new and uncanny experiences tonight, folks. I don't want to further frazzle your nerves, but I am going to ask you to brace yourselves. The next song that I am playing you is entirely electronic. Perhaps you're familiar with the theremin, that strange device that pulls haunting harmonies from thin air. Well, even if you've witnessed one of those fascinating demonstrations, I assure you, you are not prepared for this. Science has wrought an entire band's worth of electronic instruments. They call these devices of sublime sonification synthesizers. And the technicians who operate them with a plum? They call themselves Freeze Pop. Their most recent long player is called Fantasizer, a shockingly human record to be rendered by such synthetic means. And, as if to prove these machines can indeed do anything, Freeze Pop has released a series of extended players or, as they call them, maxi-singles, featuring exclusive songs and drastic rearrangements of their popular favorites. Considering that uh, we're closing out an episode of Mystery Program with one of their tracks, it perhaps won't surprise you to know that they've got no short supply of spooky songs, including the record that this track is from. This is Freeze Pop with the monster song. <laughs> the, uh... Vanderbilt Tunch's Escape on Horseback mix from their maxi single, The Ghost Rejoins the Living.
The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. This series is recorded and produced in Central Florida and Nashville, Tennessee, on lands stolen from their indigenous people, the Chamuqua and Seminole, and Uchi, Chickasaw, Shawnee, and Cherokee, respectively. Acknowledgement of the first peoples of these lands and the lasting repercussions of colonization is just the beginning of the restorative work that is necessary. Through awareness, we can prompt allyship, action, and ultimately, decolonization. For links to aid indigenous efforts and to learn more about the First Nations of the land where you live, visit CthulhuMystery.com slash landback. If you enjoy our podcast broadcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And be sure to subscribe to our series via your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Episode 2, Trespassers, was written and performed by Luke Stram, Kat Blackard, Chris LeBrain, Manda Bruno, Brandon Gerson, and Colin Peterson, with additional scripting and story editing by Kat Blackard and featuring the voice of Lehman Kessler. Editing and mastering is by executive producers Colin Peterson and Kat Blackard, with additional editing by Ricardo Lugo. It's produced by John Sebastian Laval, and Jessica Mudd is associate producer. Our original score is composed and performed by Ryan McQuinn and Mike McQuinn of Neon Dolphins. Home for all your custom music needs and more, NeonDolphinMusic.com The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program is proudly played using Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. Night at Howling House is based on The Dare, a scenario by Kevin Ross, with revisions by Brett Kramer, published by Sentinel Hill Press. For full episode credits, transcripts, as well as character sheets and other supplemental material, visit CthulhuMystery.com 
This podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you and our incredible team of Patreon producers. Joe Tank Deli, Miona MK86, Sean Hutchinson, Sean T. Red, Josh King, and Patrick Webster. And our executive Patreon producers, Big Bad Shadow Man, Marcus Larson, Jamieson Malone, and Becky Scott Fairley. Join the team at patreon.com slash omniversemedia. All characters appearing are fictitious, and any resemblances to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This has been the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Good night. Omniverse. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable. But who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zane Schacht as Randy Dunning, Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth when two flat earthers kidnap a Freemason.